quick shout out to all of our sponsors. Started with Taigatu. This is a brand that's based out here in the Northwest. Started by two brothers and their motto is freedom from ordinary. This brand is an amazing lifestyle brand. Go check them out. Taigatu. Use the code TOPRATINGMMA for a discount at the checkout. Reweb, they're a veteran-owned digital marketing agency and they're on a mission to help one million small businesses and feed one billion people by giving back. In fact, if you go to their website, you can fill out a form right now. They will give you a personalized video review of your website and help you with some strategies for free. Just tell them Top Radio May sent you. Go check them out, rewebbed.com. Combat flags, they do flags like the one behind me and the original combat flag, which is a four by six inch flag made by fatigues that are donated to combat flags from soldiers that wore them. And the cool thing is every combat flag that comes out to you has the story of the soldier that wore that fatigue. They have donated close to $80,000 to stop soldier suicide, a great organization. Go check them out, Combat Flags. Rep Sports, look, this is not your typical supplement store. These guys have everything and they taste great and it's good prices. Protein, weight loss, muscle build, pre-workout, you name it, they've got it. Plus, they're the makers of Ray's Energy. Like I said, go check them out. Rep Sports at TopRatedMMA.com. Use the code TopRatedMMA for 15% off your order and go order them today. Mike, your husband, father, Leo, fighter. Thank you so much, man, for what you do and you're taking the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be speaking with you. I like to start off my shows by going back to the early days. Where did you grow up and what was childhood like for you? Uh, so I grew up, my dad was in the military, so I was an army brat. I grew up mostly in uh, Barstow, California. It's like a small desert town. Okay. Um, growing up, I was a ball sports athlete, you know, football, basketball, baseball, track and field. And I wrestled in high school. Um, pretty, pretty average childhood, man. I, you know, a, you know, latchkey kid type, you know, as you know, dad was working all the time. And so. Yeah. Spent a lot of time on the on you know on the sports field and and you know by myself at the house stuff like that you know. Gotcha. And then who introduced you to the MMA side of things? Well, I was always like you know I grew up in the '90s, man. So you know I was always one of the kids is interested in in fighting. You know we had you know Dragon Ball Z and GI yeah. Joe and Power Rangers and I mean just all of the shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speak my language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, my favorite thing in the world is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, look at my... <laughs> Come on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, just, just happened to always just be interested in, in, in martial arts and everything like that. And um, when I, uh, I was in, I was in college and, um, and uh, I knew that I was going to be going into law enforcement when I got out of college at, 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 the, at the point that I was in. I was probably a sophomore, junior in college. Gotcha. I was probably just sophomore because I'm only like 19. And um, I was like, I had been saying that I was going to do this for a while if I ever got an opportunity. And then uh, I was down here in Alabama. Uh, I went back home to visit a friend of mine who had started training in Muay Thai like maybe six, seven months prior to that. Okay. Uh, same kind of deal, obviously. Just you know, we were just '90s kids, so fighting was like the thing. Right. You know? Um. There was there was no gym when we were growing up, but like some guys who had done some fighting had moved to the the town that we lived in. So my 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 best friend was taking some lessons with this guy, and then he like we like got access to a gym, and he gave me a lesson in like Muay Thai, and I was like, "Yeah, this is for me." Yeah. And so when I got back to Alabama, I looked up a gym here, uh, my current gym, Fort City Kickboxing Academy. Um, 
and I just just dove in pretty much head first ever since then. Come on, man. And then you're in law enforcement. What things do you take out of that law enforcement that you're able to bring into the cage and, and you know, take with you to the fights? Um, well, just, just, just a cerebral approach, thinking things through, right? Um, yeah. Fighting is a thinking man's game, you know? Totally. It's not, it's not uh, you know, rush in and, and, and do all this kind of stuff or you know it's not for wild man it's not a it's not an anger thing yeah. i deal with a lot of people that are, are, are going through like you know when somebody calls somebody in law enforcement when they call the police you know you we're generally not called because you know somebody wants to have tea and is having a great day you know what i mean right. yeah. so i i go to calls man and, and people are upset and you know you've got to be able to help people stay calm and work through what for some of them could be the worst day of their life. Not every time, but sometimes, you know what I mean? Sure. Yep. Or at the very least, a really bad moment in their day. So being able to stay calm in a, in a chaotic environment is something that translates from being in law enforcement and into, and into fighting. Yeah. And how did you get the nickname Iron? Uh, well, so um, I am shorter than all of my training partners. Okay. Uh, and... Um, so we we were sparring and and um, my coach, you know, is like you know slip inside, move your head, you know, and I start moving, and you know like a extremely poor man's Mike Tyson. Okay. You know what I mean? And um, I I I hit the body well, so then there's like oh yeah, Iron Mike, you know what I mean? So okay. Kind of how yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I say I just want to say again, extremely poor man's Mike Tyson. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome man well i mean being in law enforcement fighting it's such a mental game like you mentioned over a physical game how do you train on the mental side of things man well the the biggest issue for me man the biggest the biggest takeaway for me is that i don't i don't allow the fight to become too big you know okay. what i mean yeah um like a lot of guys will like sometimes guys will say things like I'm willing to die in there and like all this kind of stuff. And you're like, you know, somebody with like some sense, cause most of us fighters are crazy. You know, you're like, what, why, why would you say something like that? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, um, yes, it's combat, you know, it's definitely combat. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a sport. Right. right? So, and, and not letting, not letting it get too big that you psych yourself out or you, 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 uh, you know, you just, you, you, people can mentally exhaust themselves, you know, totally. I guess that's yeah. the best, that's the best way to, to kind of think of it. So not letting the fight get too big, knowing that I do generally significantly more dangerous things, you know, in my regular daily life, sure. then I'm able to, again, stay calm in a, in the, in the chaos of fighting, you know, and just, just kind of work through it. So mentally my my actual job prepares me for you know i like fighting i enjoy fighting i enjoy yeah. i don't necessarily enjoy being hit i don't think anybody enjoys being hit right. i don't mind being hit I, I i do enjoy hitting other people sure people would just let me <laughs> if people if we, if we fought people and they would just let me hit them and not hit back that would probably be the most ideal right. you know but yeah. <laughs> nobody's really going for that yeah so uh I I enjoy fighting. It's 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 stress relief. It's sure. uh, relaxing for me. And then again, I just don't let I don't let it get too big. So um, it's it's easy for me to mentally handle being in a fight because yeah. because I yeah. And then what about backstage? You kind of 
talked about like you're, you're pretty calm, but are you calm backstage before you walk out to the cage to fight, or what's going through your mind at that yeah, point? Yeah, I try, I try, I try to stay relax, uh, relaxed and loose, man. I think that's the best way to do it. Again, like you'll see some people, they're like hopping around and screaming and like <laughs> flexing and doing all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and like I think you that goes away with experience for most guys that really get into it and really start to progress you stop seeing that kind of thing yeah I mean some guys like to get super excited and like but my coach somebody my coach said this to me like years ago man it's like you can do all that but you, you're not going to beat anybody up upstate backstage right, right? <laughs> save yeah. all that save all that for the fight you know what I mean I don't yeah. Again, I'm somebody, I actually like fighting. Like, a lot of people do this because they like attention or fame or, you know, whatever. I would I would be a fighter if nobody wanted to interview me on Zoom. Yeah. If, uh, if nobody came to watch, you know, if, uh, if we were just fighting in an empty, you know, gym with, the, you know, with our friends and the next guy that wants, and the guy that wants to be next. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't have to like hype myself up to fight. Another thing my coach once said to me was that, you know, if you have to get hyped up to fight, you're in the wrong business. Right. And I, yep. I agree. Like somebody's, if you got to go in there and someone's got to like get you, something's got to get you excited to get punched in the face or punch someone in the face, you probably need to go talk to somebody, but um, right. no, yeah. stage, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill. I, I yeah. try to stay calm again. Like, you know, being too excited. I mean, there's there's physiological effects too before a fight. I mean, you get all that adrenaline going and you have your adrenaline dumped and you're tired and you come out sluggish and stuff like that. Yeah. So I try to stay calm, man. I, I like generally, we, we're generally listening to like reggae in the back, man, chilling, okay. yeah. like laughing, making, you know, making fun of each other. Nice. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, that's perfect. And, you know, um, I always have to ask this question. It's always uh, interesting to have you think about this, but is there a fighter or maybe in a fight or in training that somebody hits you the hardest and you're like, damn, that guy hits hard. Um, there's a few times, man. There's a guy, this guy fought, uh, uh, his name is, uh, Brandy Hederick, man. He was okay. a guy, he, he had some pro boxing experience when we fought. Okay. Um, he caught me pretty clean, man. He could crack, man. He okay. caught me, we, we fought as my second, I think, pro fight. Okay. He caught me once pretty clean in our fight, man. And he, uh, there's, so I can tell you that there's a nerve that's around your eye okay. that if you touch it, it'll make your teeth tingle because I remember he hit me and like, it was, it was a clean shot. And then after the fight for like a week, if you touched a spot, like right here on my, like, like by my eyebrow, I could like feel a tingling in my, in my tooth. No so, way. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's pretty crazy, man. Um, uh, this is a surreal experience. Like I would like just like randomly like touch my face and then my tooth down here would tingle. So what? there's a nerve. There's some kind of nerve that goes from here that goes into your tooth right here. So yeah, a little anatomy lesson for the day. For sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, awesome. I have a friend. One of my guys. One of my training partners is the '70s. His name is Mark Coker. Um, Got to be careful with him because he can crack, man. Okay. Um, okay. I once sparred with uh, Dan Henderson. Oh wow. And he obviously can crack. Um, yes. Taking it easy on me. Obviously, I'm being, you know, a, a light, heavy, middleweight guy. Who's, this is about the time he was preparing for the rematch against um, Bisping. Okay, yeah. Uh, so a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Career or whatever. Um, and it wasn't even that he really hit me really hard. 
it was that. So he, had, he, I was training at Team Quest when I was I was back in California for a while. Okay. Um, so I was, you know, at his gym with his pros and everything. So he he's participating mm-hmm. in practice. He's getting ready to, uh, he's getting ready for the fight and everything. So he's you know working with us and everything like that. And um, he, he, a couple different times he complimented my wrestling uh, when I was wrestling with some other guys. So me and him are having a round. And again, obviously he's not you know putting everything into it. So I don't want it to sound like, you know, I was you know. 50 50 with Dan Henderson mm-hmm. in any kind of way. Let me just, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> um, and um, so I, uh, yeah, I'm going in, you know, and, and I'm moving around a little bit and I, and I get in kind of close and I get in kind of deep. And I was a pretty decent high school wrestler. Sure. Um, and I get in in a shot and I'm thinking I'm about to get a takedown. And I, and I shoot and he kind of just like turns his like front hip, like not even a whole lot. Just kind of like plants his foot and like turns his hip, and I like bounced off and went like rolling backwards on the mat. And like <laughs> we get, there's probably like five or six groups of guys going, you know, yeah. and like everybody stops and starts laughing. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. And it, right. it was like it was like running. Like you ever seen somebody run into a door that like doesn't open the, the way they push it? Oh yeah, me like on the daily basis. <laughs> Yeah, they just like make like just this huge like cartoonish type scene, you know? Right. That's kind of, that's, that's what it was like, dude. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like gonna get this shot. I'm gonna, and he just like popped his hip, just like, like maybe moved his hip like three or four inches, and like okay. I just like bounced off and like rolled backwards, no like uh, just like a super dramatic cartoon, man. And like all you can do is laugh at yourself, and everybody kind of laughed, and then we just we had a good time. Yeah, nice but, man. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, hey, I wanted to transition to the fun questions here real quick. I've got these things called pod decks. Essentially, they're just random questions. I'm going to pull one out and see how it goes. Hopefully, it's not a flop here. Uh, this one says, describe your perfect day. Describe my perfect day. Um, I'll probably get to sleep in until 11. Okay. At least, at least 11. At least 11. I would, yeah, eat like a good breakfast. It's like some kind of pancakes or waffles or something with eggs and bacon. And, um, I play with my son. Um, then I get to take another nap for an hour or two. That's my kind of day. Uh, yeah. And then I would get a few hours of uninterrupted time on my PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> I don't really get too much of that anymore. Right. Uh, uh, I think then let's see after some PlayStation, I might go, I might go out and get some kind of short workout in somewhere, get some submit work something. I I enjoy training, so okay. that would be a part of a perfect day. Awesome. Uh, come back and have like a nice giant medium well medium steak and like mashed potatoes for dinner. Yeah. Um, and then some more quality time with my family. I think that would be. That's a pretty close to a perfect day. That sounds like a perfect day to me, man. What's the best part about being a dad? Best part about being a dad, man, it's just all of it. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. My wife always talk about it, um, and I'm like, man, if we were rich, we would, I would, we'd have a gang of kids, just a you know, a football <laughs> team, maybe. You know, yeah, I would, totally. we would just have all the kids. I'd love it if I just like had money and didn't have to work all the time, and I'd have, I don't know, eight, ten, twelve, if I could. Come on. I love it. I, I don't mind changing diapers. Um, yeah. The sleepless, like the sleeping is is here and there. Like my kids are my kids are so awesome. Like they, they really are. I'm super lucky. My son, who is 20 months today, okay. well, yesterday actually, he's 20 months old, so he's a little over a year and a half. 
Yeah. Uh, my son is awesome. He he follows me around. He's like my little shadow. He nice. uh, he's like motivation to do to always to you know be on my game all the time because he's always watching it. Anytime I do something, I turn around. He's like doing the thing that I just did. He matter of fact, today I'm brushing my teeth to get ready to go do some stuff, and he's trying to put my work boots on and walk around in my work boots with like oh, the man. boot on like backwards. You know what I mean? He yeah. Uh, if I do a thing, my son's doing a thing, and and that's really cool. So that's one of the the best thing is just to see see how much my son really looks up to me yeah and um and and and, and so that that's also my daughter who is like three months old now two months okay. she's born in june so two months yeah she's going on two months she'll be two months wow. this week actually cool. so my daughter um she's got like she's very feisty already okay <laughs> she's gonna be trouble for me but she she will just like stare into me and i'm like What's like she'll like she'll cry and then I'll pick her up and she'll instantly stop crying and she's like she's like she's got pretty big like wide eyes so she's like staring into me and I'm like oh man yeah. I'm gonna be in so much trouble when you can start talking because I'm not gonna be able to tell you no right like, yeah totally <laughs> yeah I don't know what I'm gonna do so just just interact I guess interacting with them is, is, is the best part about being a dad um like I said mine are pretty young and and I said my daughter can't obviously can't move around a whole lot yet, but my son just he the way he looks up to me and, and, and follows me around is kind of the best thing about being a dad. It's 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 very, very motivating and just just rewarding, especially when he like learns to do a thing and he like looks back and he's smiling and he's like, Did you see what I did? And I'm like, Yeah, son, I I saw what you did. Good job, son, good job. Yeah. It'll be simple things. Yeah. You know, like he and when he like my son, he'll He'll, uh, if he's thirsty or he wants a snack, we keep snacks in his diaper bag. So he'll like go and like, I just posted a video of him on my Instagram too. He's like, he went and found the diaper bag and he likes dragging it across the floor to one of us. Um, he, and I'm recording him and he knows. And he like looks at the camera and like gives this like sly smile. Right. You know, he's about to get like fruit snacks and candy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, little moments like that are like the best thing about being with that. Oh, absolutely, man. Last question for you. I'm a music guy. You kind of touched base on this, but. Is there a favorite type of music that you like, or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Um, I I listen to to multiple different types of music, man. Mainly a lot of like hip hop and R and B. Um, I like I like mainly a lot of uh, old school rap. Really, if I'm listening to rap, I don't like a lot of the new stuff. Or, yeah, you know, just I'm a '90s kid, man. So yeah. you know, I'm listening to '90s rap, early 2000s, early 2010s. I don't really like a lot of this kind of stuff. I like yeah. I like some reggae. Um, I've really been getting into like during training. We listen to we listen to reggaeton sometimes. Okay. I really yeah. enjoy that. Um, my coach, my coach trained in the Netherlands, so he uh, they listen to a lot of I guess I don't know what you call it techno is the right term for it. I don't really know, okay. but I've like, like gotten into that a little bit. So we like sometimes sure. techno during training, reggaeton, hip hop, R and B, just um, reggae, just different different types of music just um yeah i'm i'm pretty open i like some yeah. rock music too man um, okay you know, i like you know good guitar riffs and, and drums obviously you know what i mean yep um, totally yeah so just just you know all different kinds of stuff this is right. what i like right on right on well i also wanted to give you an opportunity mike to give a shout out to teammates coaches gym sponsors whatever you want man the, the camera's all yours bro Oh, thanks, man. Um, first, I got to shout out my wife. I'm actually doing this uh, podcast 
from my patrol car because okay. I left my keys inside the house. My wife left, so I'm locked out of our house right now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm such, I'm such a doofus, man. Uh, also, shout out to my wife because she'll be back soon and let me in the house. Uh, okay. Second, obviously, uh, my gym and my teammates, the Fort City Kickboxing Academy down here in Mobile, Alabama. My head coach, James, Jimmy Mills, uh, my striking coaches, uh, Chris Lovell, Randy James, uh, my jiu-jitsu coaches, Marcus Graham, Jake Jeffers, my teammates, uh, Roman Ecker, Aaron Shirazi, Mark Coker, Kenny Gover, Justin Prescott, uh, Cam T, Josh Mayo, all the guys over there. Thank you guys for, you know, all the help. Um, my sponsors, I'm going to start out with Randy James Construction. If you're in the Gulf Coast area, please check him out. If you need a house frame, he's the best in the business. Uh, the Mediterranean Sandwich Shop, uh, Clean Eats of Mobile, does all my dieting and nutrition work. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Mako Tech Mouth, Mouth Guards as uh, my, my mouth guard sponsor. Uh, again, she's working with, uh, Mako Tech's working with fighters all over the country. So if you need a mouth guard, Please contact them, Mikotek Mouth Guards, uh, Dr. Miriam Perdomo. She's she's good at what she does. Uh, 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 Miss Rhonda Shirazi's uh, tax service. She's you know taking care of making make sure the IRS doesn't come get me. Right. Uh, <laughs> so just anybody that's you know helped me out along my way. Thank you guys so much. Come on, Mike. Such an honor to have you on my show. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the fighting and putting on a show for everybody, man. Truly honored that you took time to come on the show today. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for watching the show today. I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below. Leave us a review. Share this video. We want to get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm going to continue to bring on the best guests possible from world changers, entrepreneurs, success-minded people, and the best up-and-coming fighters, real fighters, real stories. We are creating visionaries here on this channel. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.